So many kinds of work to do, so much to look forward to. We all have something we do the best, a little bit better than the rest. Hello, and welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and today we are talking about two to two Berenstain Bear books, 1987's The Berenstain Bears on the Job and 1988's The Berenstain Bears Ready, Set, Go. I am here in my house all by myself, no guests today, because we've kind of already covered these books. I don't know if you recall, in a previous Collector's Corner episode, we talked about The Berenstain Bears on the Job and The Berenstain Bears Ready, Set, Go, which at the time was referred to as the Bears Olympics, the Bear Olympics. Uh, These are still basically the same books, but we hadn't really gotten into uh, what specifically the books covered. So I wanted to talk a little bit about them rather than let them get lost in the mists of time. They're not amazing books, but they are somewhat important in the Berenstain Bear chronology as they show a few little character quirks that I thought were worth pointing out. Not a whole lot of plot here. So we'll just get right to it. Uh, The Berenstain Bear is on the job. Now, Talking to kids about jobs is an age-old tradition, going all the way back to the first time anyone asked a child, what do you want to be when you grow up? And to which the child most likely responded, "Uh," because what does a child know about career choices? What does a child know about ambition? What does a child know about adult dreams? Uh, But jobs are an interesting animal, because your job isn't necessarily your passion. It isn't necessarily your drive. It isn't necessarily what you want to be remembered for. But if you're going to be doing it every single day of your life until the day you die, most likely, because retirement's a joke in this day and age, it's important to pick something that at least fits your skill set, your aptitudes. And The Berenstain Bears on the Job is a very positive book in that regard because it says, you know what? There's a ton of different things out there. There has to be something out there to fit your interests. And it can fit your interests whether or not you are a boy or a girl. Berenstain Bears on the Job. And so what it is is it's brother and sister bear just taking a little jaunt around bear country, talking to the crowd, talking to the audience. Uh, Obviously, this is a book that takes place outside the main continuity because in this book, Farmer Ben lives and works his field a half block away from the treehouse. There is a strip mining operation going on across the street and a giant pond and a honey stand right across the lane from the Bear Family Treehouse. We're dealing with an abstract reality. We are dealing with one of the kids' dreams. Not sure which one. It starts off with brother narrating, but who knows? We also see Sister Bear's frog and butterfly friend, who haven't made a really grand appearance in a few books, so it's nice to see them. They seem happy to be there. So brother and sister are taking us on a trip through Bear Country to show us just what kind of jobs exist out there. Um... And brother makes a point of saying, if you pick the right job, then the work can be fun. There's, you know, there's firefighters, and you actually see a bear's treehouse on fire. And an interesting uh, side note: uh, the bear's treehouse is in a block that is devoted entirely to their one treehouse. So I'm going to assume that treehouse root systems make it very difficult for bears to live close to one another. These are massive trees, and some of them get their own designated blocks. At least in brother bears imagination or sister bears 
don't know. So there's Fire Bear Bob we meet. Uh, he's putting out the fire. Uh, there is Police Bear Marguerite. And I always liked that Marguerite represented the police force in Bear Country. And I like her jaunty hat and the fact that she does all of her policing with nothing but a whistle. And so we see, you know, like Grizzly Gus, the Bear Town driver, driving one of their cube buses. We see uh, ambulance drivers and truck drivers, cement mixers. We see fixers, men and women fixing things. We see teachers. We see doctors. We see bakers and bankers. We see people who are fixing bridges and scientists. We see all kinds of things. The people who build buildings, people who destroy buildings. The first real hint we get of uh, character is a two-page spread about uh, singing lessons. You see the bear cubs pass a house that says Maestro Bruini's singing lessons. There is a woman taking from the maestro. She's singing Do, Re, Mi. His sister, however, uh, says, I would love to be a singer. And she starts singing. And you see the Do, Re, Mi coming out of her mouth in wavy, wobbly, cracked letters, which is implying that she has a terrible singing voice. And brother calls her out, says, you know what? It's fine that you want to be a singer, but do you have the voice for it? And she gets cowed and says, you know what? My singing voice is not so good. Which is strange to me because Maestro Bruini is a singing teacher. Like, they set up that you can take singing lessons. They're there. And then Sister Bear immediately gives up on her dream of being a singer because she can't sing. And I'm like, dude, you just passed a, a singing teacher. That's what they do. That's what they're there for. Go take from Maestro Bruini. You're young yet. You could learn. But in any case, Brother decides to continue the tour. We pass by a television store and the local... I can't think of what it's called. We pass by television stations and the local astronomy barn. I can't think of what it's called. Astronomy house, astronomy tower. What is it called? With the telescope, the giant telescope. Hey, everyone, let's go to the observatory they go to the observatory and it says you can be an astronomer and count the stars you can be an astronaut and visit mars probably not within their lifetime but uh it says be a pro you can work with computers you can be an environmentalist and catch polluters and you see the bear country pollution control helicopter and there's a, a bear with a dump truck dumping something into the river that is a dump truck full of vomit i assume it just it's vomit he is just has a truck of vomit and he's pouring it into the river. That's all I can. There's nothing else. It's like, I will post a picture of this. I will post a picture of this vomit truck and you can see that there's not, there's nothing. Like, I don't know what he's supposed to be dumping, but it's, it, it's someone threw up and he's putting it somewhere. Beekeepers and, uh, uh, people who foresters and carpenters. And suddenly they're back on farmer Ben's farm, which they've been walking for a while, but who knows? Farmer Ben is, Pleased to see them. He and Brother Bear have, I guess, patched things up since the uh, watermelon theft. And uh, Brother and Sister dream of being farmers and raising pigs and uh, growing crops and tending a bull. And it kind of leaves you off there. They spend the most time with farming. But Brother says, you know what? Don't worry too much if you can't think of anything right now that you want to be. Because there are jobs coming up that you don't even know exist. And he and Sister are imagining like some future what would future jobs be and a brother is imagining a job that has a propeller on his head and he flies with a head propeller or turning the crank of a honey machine or a robot and sister is dreaming about pouring food down a chute and it comes out in square green squares or she's a cast member of the bugaloos 
So one of these is something that a job, I don't know. These are kids. They can't imagine real things. And that's it. Uh, they said, you know what? There's a lot of jobs out there. Pick the right one. Have a good time. And that's where it leaves off. It, Berenstain Bears on the Job isn't a vital book to your bear collection. But it rhymes. It shows you jobs. And it's pretty, it's pretty gender balanced. Uh, they 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 go out of their way to 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 point out that you know anyone can do a job anyone anyone can be anything if they really really try. It's only later in life that kids learn that that's not true, that you do have limits. But at this point, I think it's good to like feed feed into that you can do anything attitude. Um, but the next book, the Berenstain Bears, ready set get ready ready get the Berenstain Bears ready. Get set, go, kind of, it kind of complements the themes in Berenstain Bears on the Job. So the Berenstain Bears on the Job is saying you can do anything you want. Anyone is capable of achieving their dreams. Berenstain Bears, ready, get set, go. I want to say get ready, get set, go, but it's not. It's ready, get set, go. Uh, Refines that idea. Yes, you can accomplish things, but some people are just going to be better at some things than others. Which is, you know, illustrated in the opening poem. We all have something we do the best, a little bit better than the rest. Like, we all have, we all have a talent that's a little bit better than other people's talents. And the, the, so the story behind it, and this is another, like, this must be, this isn't real. Aha, because the house has no sconces. Dead giveaway. Um, if, for those of you who don't remember, the, if there's no sconces on the Bear Family's treehouse, it's definitely a Dreamlands book. Uh, you know, it's, it's, and it's telling because there's a weird bear family just it's just the bear family pop mama papa sister and brother uh are having some kind of olympic competition uh, in tracksuits everyone's wearing tracksuits and mama bear is the coach and they're competing in races and such and it's an adult man against two small children this isn't something they've ever mentioned before it isn't something they ever mentioned again i this is definitely somebody's dream plus the squirrels and the birds and the chipmunks are all there and the beaver is there to cheer them on like to really just be the audience and they even call out the bear olympics start today hooray hooray their friends all say so we've got talking animals again this is so somebody's dream so the first thing they do is they have a race and sister comes in first and the next thing they do is have a jumping contest it's just jumping it's not long jump they're not doing the whole like hop skip jump thing that long jumpers do they're just jumping in place uh but brother comes in first and then they have a rope climb and sister comes in first and then they have a race no a diving competition then they have a diving competition and brother gets the best he goes deepest and then they have dress let's ride our drive cars up a hill so they they do the hill climb and sister comes in first and then they do a pogo stick competition and sister comes in first and then they do a trapeze competition and sister comes in first and then they need a rest and they are tired and the one thing you may have noticed while i'm telling you the results of all these competitions is that papa bear's lost every single one of them and by lost i mean got third place and you see him get gradually more and more not angry, but just kind of embarrassed and frustrated. He's just not doing well. And, you know, it's one thing to always lose, but it's another thing to always lose against the same other people. Like, about halfway through this fiasco, he probably was just like, I'm I'm not going to win. Like, this isn't, this isn't written in the stars for me. So, uh, 
he's tired. And so Mama says, you know what? Our final competition is going to be sleeping. Go to sleep. So Papa Bear and the Cubs fall asleep on the ground. Sister wakes up first. Brother wakes up second. And Papa just stays asleep. And he wins Best Sleeper. He's a better sleeper than everyone. And they put a blue ribbon on him. And everyone's happy. He's still asleep at the end. Weird, isn't it, that this is a dream? So Mama's the only bear who doesn't fall asleep in this book. What if it's Mama's dream? What if, stick with me here, what if this is a mother dreaming about the great strides her children are taking as they grow through life? What if Mama is having wonderful dreams about how proud she is of the accomplishments of her children. I think that's nice. And of course, in the back of her mind, in her buried in her psyche, is the fact that Papa, her wonderful husband, her devoted spouse, lumberman of her life, is not good at much and will always come in dead last unless he's not doing anything. And then he will be fine. And the pride that Mama shows at the end of her two winter children and her asleep husband is telling in the fact that it seems to show that Mama Bear is finally content with the structure of this family. Let's say that the Berenstain Bears Ready, Get, Set, Go isn't just a book about words. I mean, it would seem that this book is mostly to show you like fast, faster, fastest, deep, deeper, deepest, you know, high, higher, highest, or steep, steeper, steepest, I guess, is the uh, is the uh, the cars. Good, better, and best. They keep showing you that. Good, better, best. Deep, deeper, deepest. It isn't just an example of how words work. It's an example of how families work. It's an example of mama bear reaching a new place in her life, let's say. This is Mama's turning point. Go down into your basement tonight, and on your Berenstain Bear wall, where you've been following this show with glossy photos of each bear book tacked to a big bulletin board connected by pieces of string, put up a picture for the Berenstain Bears ready to get set go. And in, with a stick of lipstick, draw a big circle around it, put a pen in it, and put a string from this to Mama's New Job. Because that is the book where Mama began gaining independence. And although her new job didn't seem to pan out, this is the book where she reaches satisfaction. And from here on out, we're going to watch Mama Bear be a different bear. Now, you may not notice it at first. But pay attention and look for subtle clues in Mama's behavior. Uh, other than that, I think it shows that brother and sister are awesome. Sister is awesome. We know that sister's a winner. And that's one thing that I love about the Berenstain Bears is that brother and sister bear are on somewhat equal footing. Even though she's younger and a girl, we don't get the sense that the Berenstains feel she's any less physically capable, any less mentally capable. She's not to be the butt of anyone's joke. She is not to be anyone's anyone's big big loser. She is a bear to be reckoned with. She is our sister. Taran, Tara, 
Kalu Kalei, you are our winner bear, Sister Bear. She does win, I think, the most competitions in this whole book. She's pretty good. Mama has a bias if this is all psychological, which it is. So that was my two books. The Berenstain Bears on the Job. The Berenstain Bears Ready, Get, Set, Go. It's a short episode, but these are short books, and they're not very deep. There's not a whole lot of story, but they are cute. If you have little kids, I would say, yeah, pick them up. You can find copies of them anywhere, and they're cute. As far as the illustrations go, classic Stan and Jan. They aren't overreaching. They aren't trying. They're not, you know, like, they're not reinventing the wheel here. But they do get some nice, you do get to see some nice different bear country architecture. Uh, you get to see that vomit truck. You get to see uh, the bears engaging in physical activities we've never seen them do before. Uh, we get to see what a bear looks like when they dive. And we get to see what a bear looks like on a pogo stick. How could you even want more than that? So the bears and bears on the job. Bears and bears ready to go. Big thumbs up from Phil Gonzalez. Add them to your book pile. Throw them in the corner and forget about them. They're great. Um, that's it. That's today's episode. Super short. Wow, we just zipped through that one. I didn't have any friends here. I'm all by myself. So I don't have anyone to joke around with. Uh, but I do joke around with people most of the time. Uh, check out my episodes with Mark Sweeney that aired the last week and the week before. We do a lot of j- j- jokes and japes, uh, cut them ups. Uh, I've done episodes with uh, my friends Brian Skinner. I did an episode with my friend Susie Jewell. I did an episode with Stuart Wellington. We have a good time on this show. So check them out. Uh, go dive into the back catalog. You may want to skip some if they start, you know. If it sounds like I'm getting a little excited, you may want you can you can just be like, hey, what's the next one like? Uh, but other than that, they're all gems. They're all gems in my crown, all jewels in the pool. So join me next week. Uh, you can find me on iTunes. You can find me on Stitcher. You can find me on Facebook at Berenstain, the Berenstain, the Deep in. Uh, you can go to Facebook and find Deep in Bear Country. You can find me at. Stain Bearcast on Twitter. You can uh, write to me at BerenstainBearcast at gmail.com or just go to our blog at BerenstainBearcast.wordpress.com. We're around, you know, put your nose to the ground, your ears to the grindstone, your elbow to the grease, and you can find us anywhere. Uh, and I will see you next time deep in bear country. <laughs>